Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Hey there, Dr. Greg. How are you? Steve, I'm doing great. How about you? I am doing extremely well. The topic for today, you can't handle the truth. No, actually, it's me, not you. How to be honest with others when they let you down without becoming disrespectful. I know you had this, you had me in mind when you wrote this <laughs> and very kindly you know, said, no, it's about somebody else. I'm real interested to hear from you. What exactly did you have in mind when you put this together? Well, I've been thinking about this podcast, and instead of starting with a coaching situation, as we usually do, I thought I'd start with a situation from my own life. Now, that is, how can I be more honest with other people without being disrespectful when they let me down? Now, I'll give you a recent example, Steve. I had a very good first call with a VP of HR, let's call her Sandra, about getting on their preferred coaches list. We left the call with Sandra saying, She'd take the next step and introduce me to Georgia, who handles talent management. So a month later, when I hadn't heard from her, I left a voicemail, and that was two weeks ago, and I still haven't heard anything. Now, now situations like this where someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it drive me nuts. Now, this happened to be a business development call, but failure to follow through happens in all kinds of situations. You ever encounter situations like that, Steve? And I know this is a leading question because you've already confessed that you have, but you can relate to this, oh, right? Oh, indeed. And, you know, let's in fact be honest. We know all of your questions are leading questions, Dr. Greg. Uh, that's that's your training as a psychologist. And uh, I can relate to this on many levels. I want to know why, Dr. Greg, why is this so important to you? I find the more that we act in accordance with how we feel, the less stress we experience and the happier we are, I am. Now, further, the more we act in alignment with reality, with what's really going on, the more we improve our chances of success. And if we can find that way of being honest without offending, we're also potentially helping that other person as this might be a blind spot for them. And another thing that comes into play here is empathy. Often when you do uh, start peeling that onion you find out that there's, there's other factors. Uh, I try to remind myself in my interactions to be patient and to realize that you never know everything that's going on in the other person's life. So it comes down to, I know what you mean, and trying to thread your way through the situation can be problematic. So I'm very interested to hear what, what are the, the key elements of dealing with, a, with an issue in a situation like this. Well, you know, uh, it's a very good point, Steve, about empathy and not knowing really what's going on in somebody else's life. It's a challenge for me, Steve, because when this happens, it brings up a mixture of uncomfortable feelings uh, that range from frustration or anger to feeling unimportant. And that, that last one was really kind of hard to admit. But with Sandra, that toxic mixture of feelings clouded my rational thinking and left me lacking clarity on how do I proceed from here? Because I'm kind of tied up with the emotions. Now, instead of being honest, my typical response to this circumstance is to be phony and to say something like, hey, I'm not sure if you got my message. I know how busy you are, so I thought I'd follow up, blah, blah, blah. So I'm letting them off the hook. 
and I'm not saying anything about how this may have impacted me. But what I find, Steve, is that by being phony, I'm providing Sandra the excuse for her unprofessional behavior, which on some level she knows is unprofessional. Now, by being phony, not addressing the main issue, or her failure to follow through, how successful do you think I can be, Steve? Probably not all that successful. But, you know, it's interesting to me that your first go-to Well, maybe not your first go-to, but that, in fact, you would even entertain the idea of being phony. I didn't think you had a phony bone in your body. (laughs) And to find out that, in fact, you are somewhat phony bony, this is kind of this is kind of shocking to me, Dr. Greg. Uh, What what do we do now? Okay, well, it's only these very, very tiny, small situations that I allow that. And I've stopped it now with this podcast. Good. You know, (laughs) it's very true. Sort of the accepted response is to just, you know put a put a layer of yeah and you're from the south too you know i mean the politeness just flows out of you yeah. right is like oh oh bless your heart yeah. you know but i absolutely uh, take your point that being authentic is just it's better on so many levels right. it's better for us to be authentic it's better for right. other people to be authentic goes against the goes against my brain <laughs> frankly dr greg this this uh, this authenticity thing, but I recognize the importance of it. So you know, break it down for us though. How can we accomplish our goals? Uh, you know, setting somebody else off and triggering their emotional response is likely not going to help. No, you know, we always like to have some action steps for our listeners, and the very first step is to uh, clarify your feelings. You've got to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself. What feelings this evokes for you? It's a great time to use a journal to write down how you feel if if you uh, use a journal, which we recommend. Now, feelings that go unrecognized just don't disappear and tend to infect our communications, but without our awareness. Now, without taking this step, that's what you risk, leaving you to come across as, which for me would be sarcastic or blaming, and uh, that's not going to get your uh, conversation um, move it forward at all. Uh, taking this step gives you the clarity to engage your critical thinking. So that's the first thing, Steve, is to kind of clarify, okay, what am I feeling? And if you write it down, what you're feeling, it gives you just that little bit of distance and perspective so that you can come back and uh, engage your critical thinking. So that's step one. Do you think it's enough to put it in a journal, or should you also try to talk about it publicly in a podcast <laughs> that uh, you're going to release to the world? I mean, you know, how far do you have to go with this, Dr. Well, Greg? I try to disguise. <laughs> it's nice. It's Sandra is not a real name, but you're right about that. So that's the first step, Steve. And what is our second action step here, once you've clarified your feelings? The second thing to do is clarify the issues. Right. Right. You know, this isn't as important to her, perhaps, as it is to me. Yes. So trying to pull the emotion out of it to see what's what's really going on here. That's number right, two. Right. Right. You, you clarify your feelings about it. Then you clarify the main issue. And this is really important to keep in mind, Steve. Now, the main issue is Sandra's failure to follow through on what she said she would do left me in a position of wondering what the heck is going on. What, what do I make of this? Now, it could be that it's, like you said, it's not a priority for her. It could be a blind spot, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, she could be disorganized, or it could be a sign she's just not interested. We don't know. 
Now, either way, it's important to keep it simple and keep the focus on the main issue, which is her failure to follow through when formulating your response now that you've got clarity on your feelings. So I go, okay, well, I've, this makes me mad and whatever. Uh, I've got that set aside. Now I know what's the main issue here. It's not my emotional reaction, which I can blame myself for and go, okay, well, I shouldn't be getting mad about this. The main issue is that she failed to follow through. So I've got clarity on that. Now, what's our third step, Steve? Well, now you're ready to respond. Right. You've kind of, you know, taken a look at the emotional content here. You've taken a, a look at what do you know, but you've got as much information as you're going to get right, right now, and it's time to respond. So let's hear how, how you respond to this. Okay, so in responding, the central question then is, how do I respond in a way that respects how I feel, doesn't offend, is in alignment with the reality of the situation, and that also might help Sandra? Now, given that, my response to Sandra went something like this. This was an email response. Hello, Sandra. When we spoke a month ago, we left it that you would connect me with Georgia. I haven't heard back from you, and I'm not quite sure what to make of that. I'd like to move forward, and if you're still interested in taking that next step, please reach back. Best of you, Dr. Gregg. Now, I've called out the reality of her not keeping her word, but I've tried to do it in a way that's not judgmental or blaming. I've let her know the impact on me. I'm kind of wondering and I've invited her to pick up the ball. So those, those are three elements that I tried to weave into that response. Now, there's no way, Steve, I could have done that if I just popped off the minute I you know, started thinking about this. I had to stop and kind of work my way through the feelings, keep the focus on the main task, which was her failure, and then put that response together. It's um, admirable the way you, you put that together. You did everything you intended to do there, and did it in a way yeah. that, you know, she can take it any way that, that she wants. You know, I had a similar situation. Right. I was reaching out to uh, someone it turns out is a mutual connection of ours. Going back to some uh, uh, shared experiences we had back in, in TV land back in the day. And in my uh, initial outreach, I kept it very general and uh, got a great response. Yes, let's meet next week. And then, you know, the day started ticking by and... Uh, we got to Friday, and I still hadn't heard anything about you know actually setting a day for this. But I can appreciate that that um, it's more important to me than it is to this other individual. Uh, so I, I kind of did you, you know your your one two three here, and I decided I would re- you know I'd reach out again and say, here's why it's urgent for me, is because I have a need actually, and um, and so let me be a little bit more honest. Uh, and say, you know, I'm hoping you can connect me with somebody who does X, Y, Z. And then I, I got a, uh, a response back, you know, let's actually had the meeting is tomorrow. So it had a good outcome for me, but you know what? So I, I think I was channeling, you know, Dr. Greg on some level. I'm sure that happens all the time. It does. It's so annoying. (laughs) It's so annoying. You know, my wife will say, it's that you're now a verb. So you're Dr. Gregging me again, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that's that's my story. On, on well, that's great. Thing. So when you when you brought up this topic, it was top of mind for me. I know there's a deeper lesson here, Doctor Greg. What is? Well, it? the deeper lesson we always like to to end on that. Now, if I respond to Sandra in that phony way that doesn't call out the reality, I've given her a pass on her failure. I'm left frustrated by that, and nothing changes. 
Now, I've just missed an opportunity to enhance my life and potentially help Sandra. On the other hand, by taking the time to reflect on my feelings, I've found a way to be honest without blame or judgment, and I've also avoided being a phony. So when you think about being more honest with others when they let you down, remember, it's an opportunity to not only help yourself, but to potentially help that other person too. And that's what made it easier for me to be honest with Sandra in this situation, Steve. There's great lessons here for us, Dr. Greg. You feel good about this interaction, whatever comes of it. You were true to yourself, and you were also respectful of the other party on this so that they have an opportunity to think about, hmm, did I, you know, am I doing the right thing here? I think another, another thing here is that you're showing your integrity. And when you go back, when you're authentic, even if it's not what someone else wants to hear, if that relationship does go for it, if you do end up having a a, a more in-depth professional relationship with this person, they know who they're dealing with. And you're setting yourself up for success in the future. And that's what this podcast is all about, Dr. Greg. Yes, that's a good point, Steve. <laughs> I know. They, they happen sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad we've recorded it because it, this, may, this could always, anytime it could be the last. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. No, actually, it's me, not you. That's the title of today's podcast with Dr. Greg. Thanks for listening to Coach On Demand. And we hope that this helps you double down on your success. Absolutely. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as we enjoyed being here.